Oh, yeah. Well, welcome. Welcome. That was Master KG, Dr. K. You are a music man, <laughs> Dr. K. Uh, Master KG. Uh, wherever you go, uh, Dr. Kalonde, remember the road that leads you home. You are always explaining this stuff on uh, on your show, uh, by the way. Uh, tell, tell our listeners, uh, Dr. K., uh, our, our listeners, your, your radio uh, number or radio um, link. Uh, actually, uh, my radio show is on the KGVM. That's KGVM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh-huh. the, it's the 95.9. That is the FM here in the Bozeman, Montana. Uh, this few weeks, my show has been dedicated to uh, gospel music, mostly because of oh, the lives that with the because of the lives that we have lost through uh, COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. So yes, so I'm I'm playing mostly uh, all all of the music that I'm playing is uh, African music. Uh, Zambian music mostly today, uh, but it's all uh, it's the the first part one hour is just uh, gospel music to dedicate it to the people that we have lost in this country and all over the world, and also dedicating it to the people working in the hospitals, the doctors, the nurses, the respiratory therapists, all those people who are in the front line fighting for our lives and the fighting death. So that's what yeah. the show is all about today. Yes. Wonderful. 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 Big Kevin, say hello to Big Brother here. Best wishes, warm wishes to my idol and hero, Dr. K. How are you this morning, sir? <laughs> uh, you, you always warm up my my heart, Kelvin. Uh, and uh, oh, Uncle, Uncle Nathan, uh, Uncle Nathan is laughing. I'm serious. Uh, by the way. Uh, uh, Roger, you know, all along I've been assistant professor. I just got promoted. I'm associate professor now, and I got oh, what a job! Yes. Okay. Um, uh, now there is there is COVID nineteen. I could have come so that we go out, uh, but now there is nothing I can do. Covid, 
we continue trusting God that uh, He'll keep uh, our Zambian diaspora safe, both uh, yeah. in, in yeah. North, yeah. and uh, in the main yeah. in the mainland here. So thank you so much for keeping this going, and um, thanks to the doctor who's on on radio. <laughs> uh, that's that's a very good platform, you know, to connect. Yeah. And one of the the, the the biggest challenge I think that we have is to connect Zambians because it's only like that, that uh, we, we we stay together, especially when there's self isolation, when we're staying at home. Uh, hearing somebody who speaks your language, who understands your culture, uh, it makes a big difference, you know. So mm-hmm. let's keep it going, and um, I, I pray that you know we 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 continue doing this because it's really really important, you know, that we we connect. Because uh, I was telling Vareva uh, Nathan that you know uh, there was a wave of Zambians that came to this side of the world in the 70s. Those, most of them went back home. Some of them stayed. Mm-hmm. And then there was another wave in the 80s, and um, most of them stayed. So there's uh, a generation of Zambians that will be coming up in the next uh, 10 to 20 years that may yes. have Zambian dis- uh, heritage, but they don't have um, the connection to the homeland. So you mm-hmm. people like the dog who's on radio, like this platform that has to connect them. Like I have two sons right now; they are 15 years old. So they they don't understand the Zambian heritage as as you and me do. So mm-hmm. these platforms are very necessary for us to be able to remind each other uh, the concept of Ubuntu. You know, I am mm-hmm. because you mm-hmm. are. You know. Uh, back home where we come from, you know, when an elder says Mabukashan, you know, they really mean you, you tell it all, you know. <laughs> like uh, when Reverend asked me how the kids doing, he really meant, you know, how's your household doing, you know. So it's things like that, that, um, you know, the, the Western world, the Western culture is, hi, how are you, and you get moving, but our culture is different. I don't know if you, the outliers, you guys have probably read this book. It talks about the Rosetto. Uh, these are Italians that settled in Pennsylvania, and, you know, this is way back in the 80s, and they were different. They, their health care outcome was different, not because they were exercising or having the best, you know, of medical services, but it's because of their culture. They cared. Each morning they asked each other, how are you, and, you know, mm-hmm. They, they had less heart attacks. They had everything was different about this group of people. So I would like for Zambians to continue doing this and checking on each other, whether we do it on a Saturday like we're doing now. We just keep this going, and um, hopefully the next generation will learn from us because they are far from the motherland, like I said. So, Brother Roger, yeah. thank you so much for giving this opportunity, and um, I, I, I pray that we keep this going. Yeah, I, I, I like that. Um think we have to find that uh, connection, Blair. Uh, we who came, I don't know when we came, we have this uh, motherland uh, connection already. Our children don't have it. Uh, so if they have to be connected to this platform or create their own platform, 
we may have to be very creative and to start thinking, how do these guys, how can we bring these guys so that they are connected? Because uh, we, there's something they are going to lose out if we are not very careful. Uh, 20 years' time, Nathan, I don't think a lot of us will be around in, in another 20 years or 30 years or so. So if we don't be so aggressive connecting our children, I think we, we might just land ourselves into a lot of shame while we are dead, in my view anyway. What? Yeah. Anyway, thank you, thank you, thank you, Blair, for, uh, for, 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 for that comment. Uh, what is the way? Bayama, good morning. Good morning, Roger. Thank you uh, so much. And uh, I joined you guys a little bit late. Uh, uh, I was doing yeah. that. And uh, thank you for having no, me. No, that's, that. okay. yeah, that's okay. And, uh, that's okay. And, uh, that's okay. And uh, thank you for having that di- uh, discussion and uh, for bringing the doctor because uh, the politicians and the doctor, they view this situation in a different way. And uh, there's, uh, you know, all, all of us, we are affected. And when you come to a doctor, he's looking at uh, the mental, there's people's mental issues. There's homeless there, there's motherless out there. And uh, it's incredible how these people treat. Uh, and uh, I'm talking through experience. I know you guys have been with me. And uh, I was, uh, you know, just like we are talking, we come here. Some of us, we are only one here. No, no other one. And uh, the doctor, uh, when they saw me, uh, you, you know, you know, you know the thing, you know. Um, I was having some issues with uh, the government, uh, the uh, politician side. And when the doctor saw me, and they said, uh, "I think now, don't worry about everything. Uh, don't worry about this situation. He's a Kingo. He's a Zambian. What is a human being?" Give him a Bye, how are you? You know, I cannot uh, complain. So, it it could be a whole lot worse. You know. thank, thank you for bringing the the the, the doctor, and uh, that was very informative. Because uh, some of us have the real problem with the politicians, and you alluded to it when you say about uh, the prisoner. You know, someone goes, he does a crime, but the politician can promise something, and then when you see the way they deal with the problems. With the, the, the issue, the first thing they came in when they came in is attack the grade seven uh, situation because they said we cannot let somebody without informative uh, to make a decision. But now, when it comes to them making uh, some of you know even previous uh, when this situation came in, we talked about how to to uh, how are you gonna survive, you know. Some of some of the people wrote new, but the, the government, the way they have responded, I know some people are saying, "Oh, we should obey and we should." Uh, and I wanted the doctor to mention about it. Uh, you know, from now on, are they happy with the way Zambian people have been treated and the way they have responded? Would you rather have that kind of uh, community, not raising the voice, challenging? Because and and is that is that that we're gonna be? And that's how we're going to have the army, just to make sure that we suppress or we put down. This thing has brought out a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of things that we need to deal with, you know. And thank you, Baroj. Okay, Mayama, you are welcome. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm waiting, uh, Nathan, for Dr. Patrick. I hope he calls him. Uh, because mm-hmm. uh, I, I had this thought about uh, <clears throat> the, the importance of Vayama. Uh, uh, back home, I, I don't know about Bemba's, how, how critical Yama is. But in Kaonde culture, Yama is very, very critical. So I, I wanted to give a tutorial to Dr. Patrick. It's a very interesting tutorial. Where, where, where is he? Dr. Patrick, we are, we are waiting for you. Please, uh, please go in. Um, Dr. Musanje, good morning. No, uh, say about something uh, about the Kaonde. What, you didn't finish. Say it something. You have something in Kawonde. You, 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 you finish it. I want to hear. Oh, you want to hear? Uh, we're waiting for Dr. Pat so, so that Dr. Pat can can be part of it. Because so I mean, before you call. even say it, I think I know I know what you're gonna say and which I agree with you and which we need to encourage. Okay, good. Go ahead. You, you are going to contribute to to it. Uh, Dr. Musanje, good morning. Uh, good morning, Roger. Uh, I'm following the discussion, and uh, I am. Uh, my concern right now is the 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 speech that was given by the president yesterday in Zambia to reopen uh, and the churches. Uh, I am not sure whether that was a good move. Okay, we'll talk about it on top of the hour. We'll we'll reach to that uh, comment, Dr. Dr. Musanje, on top of uh, the hour. I actually put it on my my agenda. Um, But to add on to your comment, the good thing about that is most churches and places of worship have said, no, we are not uh, going to encourage our members to come. Now that we are uh, finding more people with... uh, the virus. That's when you want to go to church. A lot of them are saying no. So we'll talk about that, Dr. Musanji. Don't go away. Please. Uh, okay. Streets of New York. Good, good morning. Good morning, Roger. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, did you, did you watch uh, that CNN thing with uh, Alicia Keys? Yes, I did. I, I, I was thinking about you because uh, they were showing uh, the postman there, the the grocery people, what and what. Uh, you, you were in, on my mind, Abom uh, uh, I, I I appreciate that, and that's when I saw that, uh, it really made me. It really made me feel. It really made me feel good. It really did, yes. and uh, yes. it really made me feel. It really made me feel appreciated. And I find I find notes on the uh, on mailboxes that says you are my hero. I find notes on people's oh, wow. windows saying thank oh, you wow. for, for the work that you're doing, and that just melts me to know that someone out there is you know it's not something that I'm seeing on TV. It's something that's yeah. happening to me. So that really that really makes me feel exactly. good about you know the yeah. job that I'm doing. You know I might be complaining because it's too hard because it's too cold. But somebody out there is seeing the job that I'm doing, and they appreciate yeah. that. It made, it made me really feel good. And like they were yeah, saying, Ramzokotwane, is uh, how uh, people take for granted all these services. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. you you live in New York. The most important people in New York probably are are hedge funds. Who this with billionaire? This billion. Where are they to save us today? They are nowhere to be found. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, 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 so when they say essential, at least now it really resonates to say, okay, currency I'm essential. It's just not a name. It's it's I'm essential because now you see how important you are. Yeah, yeah. You know? and it's just, and it's just through the grace of God that uh, most of us are still safe and we're still we're still okay and we're still hanging yeah. in there and. Uh, I can't say it's because of me. I cannot say it's because I'm taking precautions, that I'm being careful. But I, I think, I, I thank the God, uh, the good Lord, that you know, He's looked after me, He's looked after my family, and and we're still, we're still, we're we're still okay, so far. All right. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. I don't know. This hour we call it. What is your mind? It's visiting hour. Whatever it is, Nathan. We we we, we call it. If you have. Uh, some kind of background uh, noise in your room, or the mics are open, uh, just mute your phone, and uh, that way those, uh, you know, you heard the people are listening in uh, New York, uh, in Singapore, they are listening live. So we want to give them yes. that uh, nice transmission. Musa Chailunga, how are you, my brother? I'm fine, Roger. How are you? And how um, uh, good morning, everyone. And yeah, good afternoon to we're those we're who are in the afternoon zones. In the afternoon zone, who are in the afternoon zone this time? Zambians and the South Africans. Uh, our highest uh, after the uh, the United States, the highest listening audience is where South Africa or UK. Oh, I don't know. I think Zambia. Something Is it? Like that. It's Zambia. It's Zambia, eh? Yeah. So 20%, yeah. Yeah, 38%. There's a 38% there. 38 uh, is mine, uh-huh. Because we mentioned the Prime TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mutaba, what is on your mind, my brother? What is on your mind? <laughs> You should say one thing. Anyway, <laughs> um, I know you're a man of plenty to think about. <laughs> many, yeah, many things are on my mind. Um, yeah. First of all, it's difficult to understand where. Uh, I mean, people can go, can't go to the market, or people that sell vegetables are not allowed to sell vegetables and they sit outside but they're allowing people to go to church so I don't understand um, because <laughs> the people that sell vegetables need to survive too, right? Um, and then the other part is that I think we ran out of time like maybe two weeks ago when yeah. when people I mean Others were suggesting that, I mean, even one of the reasons we are still talking about is this, can Africa feed itself, can Africa not feed itself, right? Like Zambia specifically, right? Uh, I think we can't use 
importation of food as the basis for a country that cannot feed itself. Exactly. Because when you import food, say, for example, the way South Africa supplies, we are buying, we are importing, right? We are not, it's not being donated, Zambians are buying. Mm -hmm. Every country imports food. Canada, Canada imports food, the U.S. imports food. So I don't think it's a good argument or even a valid argument to say uh, a country just because it's importing food then it cannot feed itself. The the problem is different, right, when you are not managing what you have properly. In fact, in terms of the staple food, Zambia exports, right? Zambia exports to uh, the Congo and and Zimbabwe. Yeah, that's what was on my mind. <laughs> okay. Actually, to, to that point, Wakasonso and I were talking, Kelvin, how our Zambian... Uh, one of the points we talked about uh, was um, promoting local. And if you listen to the president's uh, uh, argument yesterday's speech, he also talked about... Uh, uh, promoting local. Uh, I, I, I think, Musaba, the, the argument of, of local um, I, I, I'm not sure. Wakasonso, did you hear Musaba's argument? Oh, yes, I had. I had. And um, yes, I agree with um, with uh, uh, I don't know in Ganiva. I am Ganiva Shan because I just sound for the other day that uh, my father was from the northwestern province. Can't ever come from the Pamushipa Rakata. So, we always have to have the historical perspective in in mind. At the advent of the Third uh, Republic, when Kenneth Kaunda decided that we should have uh, multi party politics in Zambia, one of the killers of his political program were. Zambian people queuing up for essential commodities. Uh, we use whatever cheaper any, you know, queuing up for essential commodities. What meant was that production, the, the population had increased, the production capacity of the country had not increased. Uh, we, for the longest time, we were making our own food, including our own soft drinks. But when the Chiluga government came in power, the way they put a plug on uh, people not having cooking oil and other things, was just to open these treaties in the Sadiq region, where now we started getting more of those essential commodities out of Zambia, from Zimbabwe, and particularly from South Africa. So uh, that is where we base the argument of not feeding ourselves. And apparently it is resonating, because I think for the first time I heard from the president things that I would like to hear, in a way I would like to hear them. For the first time since I started listening to President Long, when I started before he became president, so when we say we can't feed ourselves, it is historically true uh, because when, when we, instead of increasing our productive capacity for the food at the turn of the Fed, uh, Fed Republic, we simply liberalized and opened up the market to get food stuffs from the sub-region. And that has created a trade deficit between Zambia and Africa. Well, of course, we get equipment and we get other things from there. But when essentially what you're putting in the stomach, the food you're going to spend money on actually buying in the stores is coming from another country, that is not feeding yourself. And that's why I am happy with what the president said. 
my old professor in seminary used to say, what is expected never gets done, but what is inspected is what gets done. So I am hoping that with those initiatives and re realizing that they can't import uh, or something that provides them an opportunity to pull a plug on, on, on foodstuffs that we can, we can make or we can, we can grow or we can put on the shelf, instead of going out to get them, uh, this, temp this, this temporal plug on that allows us to increase our own productive capacity and feeding ourselves. And I think it's even resonating to those who are in, in, in the government. We had this conversation two weeks ago. It was refreshing to hear yesterday the president refer to some of those things. So, um, yeah, we are on this. Uh, we, 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 we cannot say that we have been feeding ourselves. There were times when there were queues, there were cheaper ends, and this, the way that problem was resolved is relevant to today's uh, economic structure and production, uh, supply chain management of the food industry. So uh, that, that's what I, I, I can say about that. Mm. Very quickly, Musaba, is, uh, is that uh, I grow sweet potatoes or Irish potatoes in, in, in Sulawesi. And then the, the farmer in South Africa who has the, all the government support and everything, uh, he, he brings his. He kills, he kills mine. Uh, and the two people I have to employ, they, they have to go in the street. Uh, th th that's where we are saying there has to be a way of supporting local... Uh, Probably uh, oh, liberalized people want products from other places. But if you promote the home, you promote local, there are some cousins who are going to get a job. I'm sure you being a capitalist to understand that. So if you kill local and you, all you get is the Irish potato from South Africa, guess what? You are creating employment somewhere else, which to me is foolishness. I could be wrong. I, I, could, be, I could be wrong. Uh, no, but brother well, Roger. Roger. Yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Can I just counter that one? Just from your comment, you are making two different arguments from Dr. Casonsos. Dr. Casonsos' argument: if you were to list the items that Zambia was lighting, lining for, that was cooking oil, sugar, and cornmeal, right? What Zambia really imports from South Africa, there are things that are not essential commodities. These are like luxury foods, like chips and, and you see what I mean? Things like even if we didn't get them, Zambia would not starve. Now, these are things that other countries also import. It's part of trade. When we are talking about the country being able to feed itself, your argument, however, yourself, is that the locals are producing, but they are not being sold in the stores, right? That is a different argument, and that argument I support. We supposed to, we are supposed to support local, uh, local farmers or local businesses, but that does not constitute in a country not being able to feed itself. Zambians don't the, line up for millennials. From there. The general argument is uh, when you have this huge trade deficit because of uh, a part of it is the fish you are importing from China. Uh, that, that is what we, we, we are talking about, uh, stuff like that. Uh, anyway, like you said, we, we, we need a, a bigger, we, we need bigger time. We need bigger time. Too. Um, 
Someone, I, I want to greet everyone who was uh, coding now. Vatali in Florida, good morning. Well, good morning, Roger, and good morning, everybody. Uh, we, are, we, are, we are here, my brother. We are here, my brother. I hope you are doing well. Yes, sir. I am doing well, thank you. We are, you know, God is always good. Alan, are you at the beach? Pardon? Are you at the beach? Am I what? Are you at the beach? Are you at the beach? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the road right now. The beaches are open, but... Uh, you know, some things you use common sense. Just, uh, just because it is okay to go bungee jumping, then I'm going to go bungee jumping. <laughs> so so we'll see we'll see what what happens um you know the the trouble states like Florida really the economy is based almost entirely on tourism and agriculture so we are having farmers who are throwing away food because they can't mm. find food they are, they are yes they are i saw that on tv out. yes so what do you, you, you do? You, you see, Florida is like, uh, what do you call it, Las Vegas to some extent. I don't know how many of you saw the contentious uh, uh, interview between Cooper, Anderson Cooper and the Las Vegas mayor. Uh, Roger, yeah. what impressed me was uh, how, how composed Anderson was. He didn't like... He doesn't get animated like Don Lemon and uh, Como. I've actually stopped watching Don Lemon. I think his, his, his hatred for Trump is killing him. He just needs to leave it alone. Um, yeah. So La- Las Vegas is like uh, Florida. I mean, I can, I can, I mean, I can only imagine what is going on down there. It's, it's a difficult situation. I was going to say the truth of the matter is that people are having to choose between do I stay at home and lose my house, lose my car, not be able to put food on the table, or do I go out and risk the coronavirus? Those are the two blunt choices people are having. And you know, with our American friends, they are thinking uh, even long term. I may get the $1,000 help today, but if my dog mm-hmm. is totally gone, it means that in two years' time, even by the time I go through the closure process, I'll still lose my job, my house. My, I won't be able to do this in the future. And all these things are being uh, troubled. So it's, it, it's being stuck between a rock and a hard place, really. Okay. Um... Because we are on the road. So we are getting this feedback. I don't know if it's from your line. So I'll, I'll meet you and I'll open as, 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 as we go. Okay, yeah. so let's look at uh, some of uh, the things that are making uh, headlines. Vakasoso uh, so started with uh, what our president had to say about... Um, um, the measures they are taking in Zambia, um, they are forgiving. Are they are they forgiving? Oh yeah, the, the taxes for the first time. That was very nice. Um, they are promoting buy local. 
talked about, everyone is talking about here, uh, buy local. Uh, what are the other things, uh, those who, who, who listen to the, to the speech? I haven't read it. Someone sent it to me, but I haven't, I haven't uh, uh, read it. Um, but w one of the things I saw there is the forgiveness of uh, the penalties. Uh, some of us who have small businesses in Zambia, we are always fighting the DRI in Zambia. It is, uh, uh, Kelvin, I don't know if you have a business in Zambia, but we are always, time and after time, fighting. So I think this relief is good. My argument I'm making, Musaba, Zambia, is that our country, it is not necessarily that I need forgiveness about taxes. Anyway, those taxes, if I owe them or I don't owe them, the country doesn't have money. Our government needs to pay the local suppliers. That is where the problem is, the problem of, 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 of cash flow. So, yes, you can promote buy local, but if the local people don't have the money, what do we do? Kelvin, get a go. Get a go here. We welcome, like Bakasoso said, we welcome what uh, the, the, the measures they, they've put in place. Yeah, I, I was also happy about the one, two, three I saw, yeah, but I don't know about opening the churches. I don't know about that one. Um, but about forgiving, um, uh, even the, I, I don't know if even the, the VAT is being on suspended, something like that. Very liberal stuff, very, very interesting stuff. I really, I really liked what uh, they, they, they had to say. But the argument is that the economy in Zambia has no money. Go ahead, Kelvin. Take it up. Yeah, uh, I mean uh, you're right when you when you point out that uh, there's no money in the in the economy. But uh, there are obviously measures to jumpstart an economy. You see, uh, I'm, I'm not completely sure uh, that has been addressed, but I think the one sector is, is uh, the, the VAT, I think. Or the, there are some taxes that they, they talked about, you see. Uh, to me, I think what, ne what needs to happen is uh, a, a critical review of the pay as you earn, because I think that's very high. Uh, there are people that uh, uh, have like 37% uh, deducted from their salaries. Uh, I think to spend the economy, that's one area they need to look at. Reduce that. That will, you know, land, uh, you know, more money in uh, people's pockets, as the slogan goes. Uh, that that can uh, go into, you know, uh, promoting agriculture. If people have money, they can invest in uh, new technologies uh, in agriculture. Uh, I know there are people that are building houses, uh, renting them out, building lodges and things like that. Uh, I, I think people, it, it's all about uh, disposable income, right? Uh, if you have a disposable income and, you know, you're, you're, you're smart enough, you can invest that disposable income, uh, you know, to, to ventures that bring you money, you know, uh, uh, in the short and long run. But in terms of uh, putting money, uh, the only other way would be like America does it, print, baby, print. Thanks, Rod. Uh, well, because I, I, I mean, very quickly, the taxes, the African economies, the taxes. Who, who wants to talk about that? The taxes in the African economies, they are killing our economies. There is just. 
Oh my God. Oh, 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 the, the, oh the, reason, the reason, Roger, the reason mm-hmm. the taxes are high is that uh, the tax base is narrow in Zambia. It's not broad enough. And government has to collect revenue. You see, that, that's the major problem right there. But if they can, I mean, they're experts there. They, they, they can sit down and review, okay, where else can we generate uh, uh, revenue for government other than taxing people at 37% or other than uh, pegging VAT at 17%, right? I think they need to use the uh, uh, critical models to say, okay, if we peg the VAT at 7%, if we peg the uh, uh, income taxes at uh, 17%, or create tax brackets. Uh, if you're single, you pay a certain percentage. If you're married, you pay a certain percentage. You know, if they can figure that out, uh, I, I think I think uh, we'll you know we'll, we'll be in a, in a in a better shape. Uh, <clears throat> Roger, can I say something? Please go ahead. Uh, uh, everything we are saying is right, actually. Uh, uh, the last point by Kelvin with regard to uh, creating uh, new tax brackets and those other things is also 100% correct. But uh, what we have uh, done, and Kelvin touched on it, is that we haven't broadened our tax base. Um, the biggest tax base everywhere in the world is done through creating employment. And the, uh, the type of employment that we have created, like Musaba touched on it, is in South Africa. That's where we've created our employment because we are importing things that are non-essential to come to Zambia. If those things were being manufactured in Zambia, they were being made in Zambia, they are being produced in Zambia, we would have a broader tax base. People will be in employment and they'll be paying taxes. But uh, if you look here in the U.S., no one can lie to me that corporations pay a lot of taxes. Yes, the billionaires and the millionaires pay higher taxes, but the, the uh, employees, you and me, we pay taxes every month and the, on anything that we purchase most of the time. But in the, our country, that tax base does not exist as it's supposed to. Only government employees, and the, the unfortunate part is that that little money just keeps on circulating within the country because there is no export that would bring in more money for the country to base its budget on. So we base our budget on the little money that we don't have. And the, that's where the problem is. So reducing the taxes or whatever the president was talking about, all those things are going to affect their government tomorrow again because, one, we don't have a tax base. If we had a tax base that is broad enough, just say, for instance, we added one million more employment in Zambia, that would change the scenario in how uh, money circulates and how taxes are collected in Zambia and how much they would collect. That is where we have a problem. We are looking at solutions. But the biggest solution on tax base is employment. Without employment, um, 100%, I think 120%, we are not going to really survive based on that tax that we have as a country. We'll keep borrowing or maybe just 
be the poorest country until somebody comes in and thinks, hey, guys, let's find a way of putting these young men and women in employment. To work. Yeah. Because, like I said, the point you make up with your tax base, uh, Zambia is uh, 80 million population, and we have less than 1 million people who are in formal employment paying taxes. Less than a million. Uh, we are somewhere around 700,000. Uh, all those have got to carry the burden of 18 million people. That, 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 does, uh, not, that mathematics is, 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 is very, uh, very hard. Uh, so this is why we, part of the suggestion we, we, we make is uh, let's break up Brother Roger. Roger, this is Blair in uh, Chicago. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so actually, uh, like uh, my brother just said and you just uh, clarified, all these uh, discussions, uh, all these ideas are valid. But I think we have to take them in context. And what I mean by that is looking at our past and where we are and what the future looks like. So when you look at, uh, for example, the past, when uh, Zambia became uh, what, what, what we call Zambia now, actually Northern Rhodesia, the white people had what they called uh, head tax, right? So every able-bodied adult had to pay taxes. And the idea behind that was to force them into labor because mining was a big thing in that time. And what that did was uh, it collected revenues, but it also forced people out of their traditional lifestyle into what we call formal employment right now. Now, fast forward to what happened at independence. We say that was repressive. Of course, that was done by forces that were not indigenous to us. They didn't understand our culture. So we came in and we, the recent thing, that, that has been instituted was uh, value-added tax, which taxes every transaction, both uh, formal and informal. So the marketeer pays some kind of taxes to the Zambian government. And we still don't have enough revenue to service our debt. We don't have enough revenue to pay our government and all these public infrastructure systems that we have. So that's where we are right now, right? We have value-added tax, and we have both the formal and informal sectors being taxed. We still don't have enough. So you ask yourself, what is wrong with this picture? And it speaks to one policy. What kind of policies have we adopted that have put us in this conundrum where the euro bonds Right now, if you look at those euro bonds, the, the interest on those euro bonds is 66% for the ones that are due next year, in two years, 2022. We don't have, we're not collecting enough revenue to service our debt, number one. That's just in Congole. Now, you talk about the payroll, the, the UNSA lecturers, the, all the government workers, we don't have enough taxes to pay for them. So, when we're talking about changing the tax brackets, we have to account for all these things. 
the public infrastructure that Zambia has, the hospitals, the roads, everything, the police, and all these things. What is a bill annually? You look at education, everything. And then you look at the debt that we have. How can we collect taxes or generate uh, enough economic activity to service all these things? And I think the answer lies in making every Zambian productive. Exactly. Not in the what the Europeans did by demanding head taxes, but I don't know how we're going to do it. We can't have employment, full employment in Zambia. That is not feasible. I don't think we will ever have every Zambian adult in gainful employment where you can tax them and you know generate taxes from them. But there has to be a formula that says, here's a bill annually. Here's what it costs to run GRZ, the Government Republic of Zambia, all the ministries, all the workers, all the services. And then you look at the debt that we've accumulated with the World Bank, with Euro, with China. How do we service all these things? And what tax base or what initiative can we create to be able to generate the money required to service all these things. And I think it would take an exceptional leader. I, I agree with you. I like Roger. what the president said in the speech, but it would take an exceptional leader to say, we, the citizens of Zambia, own this. This is our country. These services that the Minister of Health is providing right now to fight COVID, they're benefiting our nationals, our, 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 our citizenry. Our blue, uh, Roger. so to say. Ro- so we have to take it into account. So thank you so much, and I'll end there. Ro- Roger, Roger. Uh, Roger, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Go ahead. Uh, just make it brief. Yeah, I, I, I thought Blair spoke so well, you collapsed. Uh, I'm glad you're alive. Uh, no, Blair, uh, uh, I don't think it's true to say that uh, we can never get uh, the majority of our people into gainful employment. Yes, we can, and this is what we can do. Uh, I think I, I touched on it uh, last week. We have to shore up uh, the small to medium uh, enterprises, right? How do we do that? Uh, it, it has to be a structured process, right? We, we, need, uh, we need experts to identify uh, which SMEs uh, are in which sectors right uh engage uh, these experts to to provide oversight to provide guidance right secondly uh if government can issue bonds government can certainly guarantee loans by the smes at very low interest rates we can do that what other things do we waste money on that if that money was saved we can uh, you know we'll be able to provide uh, these low interest loans to these smes right those SMEs are economic drivers. They would be the majority employers in that country, right? Corporations don't employ the majority of people. So that is one area we can, uh, we can uh, develop uh, that will enable job creation. Thank you. Yeah, Roger, let me also throw in an idea too. Uh, hello? Before you do, uh, I, I just want to agree, agree with uh, uh, what Kelvin has, has said. And not to put down what uh, Blair has uh, also contributed. W- one point I did uh, my own crazy study, uh, Blair. I took uh, something like honey. I took uh, mangoes. I took pineapples. 
and I looked at the um, the value of those things at the, 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 the world market and compared to what Zambia is uh, um, one is capable of, of producing and uh, and what we are currently doing uh, for, take for instance mangoes mango is a tropical tropical fruit you take the top five uh, the Mexico of this world the Thailand the the, the who and I asked myself why can't we just make even 200,000? How many people will be employed if we did that in an SME? How many people will have employment? You go to, to honey. How much money is our country uh, getting out of uh, there uh, selling honey? Very, very little. Uh, we may, I may agree with you, we may not get to full employment like everyone else is working. But currently where we are, almost 60% unemployment with the youth, 70% unemployment, that one is unacceptable, Blair. I'm sure you agree with that. But I'm sure I can yeah, let me, let, me, let me just yeah. uh, take a few moments. And I agree with you, my brother. Thank you so much. Uh, let, let, let me let just... also come in. Uh, hold your, your yeah, thought, uh, Hold your thought. Let me also come in, and then uh, I'll, I'll come back to you. Yeah, I think what the contributors are saying today is very, very helpful. Um, let, I just wanted to uh, mention a few things about taxes, uh, because one of the things I do here in the Washington, D.C. metro area is to uh, help individuals uh, and small businesses and even consult with some uh, companies on their tax policies and practices. And uh, tax, uh, uh, tax is one of my... Uh, the areas that I work in. So if there's anybody who has got tax issues, uh, please uh, uh, contact Roger and uh, get in touch with me. Uh, first of all, let's begin to understand first of all the structure of um, probably the most complex tax system that we have in the world because of the amount of laws and regulation involved is the United States here where we are. Uh, the United States has many streams. Uh, the IRS tax court has many streams of, um, uh, of, of, of activity that they tax. Uh, the dominant one is the income taxes. Uh, the income taxes are based on what you what you earn. So um, the taxes you pay are actually not the taxes if you work. The taxes you pay are not the taxes that come out of your check. The taxes you pay is when you file your tax return at the end of the year. And um, for those of us who, are, who know the tax code very well, uh, and also have lived and worked in this area. Um, although I have had many times when the check, my check is uh, deducted with taxes at the end of the year because of other credits and other things that are part of the tax law, I always get that money back. Here in the United States, there is a very small proportion of people who pay taxes. That's why when they say tax cuts, the tax cuts benefit the taxpayers. And most of the people in this country are not taxpayers. In fact, we get a refund from the federal government. Um, uh, so now let's try and take some of the ideas of the tax policies and tax rules to Zambia. Uh, in terms of what is written on paper and the current um, structure of the tax system in Zambia, the deficiency is not on the tax laws. Uh, the deficiency is in the deficit in the streams of income and what the government can collect taxes from. Uh, for example, in Zambia, the biggest earner of money 
that the, Zam the Zambian government can get the biggest chunk out of in terms of the tax base are the mines. Just two, three years ago, I did a calculation that the balance sheet totals of just one company there were equivalent to the national GDP figures, the annual national GDP figures of the whole country. But if you go and look at how much the Zambian government get, is able to get due to the agreements of the past regimes and even the current government, uh, you'll find that the government, in its most important and productive sector, uh, it, it gets a, a disproportionately small amount of taxes from that. Uh, we have import duties. We have value-added tax in the Zambia. The president just mentioned here that um, medical supplies can come in uh, import duty-free. I think that state it should include uh, the food processing equipment because Kevin talks talking about the SMEs. That is where we can actually start from. Uh, the SMEs in the food processing industry can be supported through getting equipment in the country free and setting up with uh, either government grants or or government supported. And I think that you know the. The method that a mother uses usually to win the child off the breast is a very constructive approach that government can take. So I, I think that instead of just telling people, hey, you do this, like the president gives a speech or gives a, an address, the government should take an initiative to set up this public-private um, enterprises, partnerships between government and the cities and the local communities in, in different districts and in different and set up some of these types of food processing industry at a small medium level. Government should retain a stake and eventually maybe sell it to entirely private. But I think the public-private sector partnerships are what can drive this, and we need leadership in this um, in this area. Kevin also mentioned that we need experts. Yes, um, yes, uh, we do need experts uh, in this. But you see, if you look at Zambia and the pool of talent that is just not only in Zambia, but in the diaspora communities, Zambia has those people. What we need is actually the will of the government to harness the ingenuity of its people at home and abroad. And a good starting point for these SMEs and broadening the tax base is actually the food supply chain. I, we should keep knocking on that. The government has made important pronouncements, but the food supply chain, because the most essential economic activity in the Republic of Zambia, if you read even the, uh, the Jesuits of the Catholic Church who talk about the food basket and things like that, the, the, the key economic driver in the Republic of Zambia is the food industry. If you talk about the activity, but if you talk about productive capacity, of course it's a mineral, but uh, the minerals, maybe the government can begin renegotiating some things and or government can um, pass a law that uh, they, know they increase their stake in the mines. I don't know, but maybe some of those kind of things because that way government can gain some money from, from the minerals and they gain some money from the productive sector and improve the food supply chain uh, and, 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 you know, and create jobs in that, uh, in that, in that, in that, in that sector. So um, it's a multi-sectoral uh, approach that is required. Yeah. But yeah. taxes that the Zambian government is collecting right now, like import duties, value-added tax, taxes based on income, is based on a shrinking size of the economy. We need to close this gap of that takes money out of the country. And I think we need a more stingy president who can keep money in the country.
uh, the, the, everybody who makes a little dollar, it sees itself in the sub-region. In the end, even the banks that we talk about, oh, the banks should do this, the banks should venture that, immediately the banks loan them money. Majority of that money is going to find itself in the sub-region and the, the economy is around. So we need, some, we need some spine. We need a government that can fight for its people. You know, we need some spine in terms of retaining some money within the country. My Roger. starting point, Lakasoso, is uh, taking power away from Lusaka. To me, that has always been uh, nothing on my. You, you remember your, your job, what to do on my tombstone when I when I die? Yes, uh, Nathan, you haven't forgotten that one. <laughs> Take no. power away Because uh, Me, I'm not a complicated person I'm thinking all economics Musaba and his calculation with his friends Musaba All I say is uh, Sit down and look at the value Of Rapura province Alone Rapura If it was a country Tourism Fishing Mining, just in Rapala by itself, if it was a country. And now everything is overloaded in Lusaka, everything. Some guy who doesn't think, the mining minister, we don't even know what he has in his brains. This guy has overloaded his friends there who don't even think, oh, I'm sorry, to go there. But that is, to me, that is a starting point. If we have all these brains, let's sit down in Eastern Province, what can we produce here? Roger. Takeshi, go ahead, Musaba. Support me. We, we, we don't want to contact. No, I'm not down. going to support you. I'm not going to support <laughs> you. And, and I'm sorry. I, I won't support what most of you have said because uh, we spend too much time saying what has been said before. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think Dr. Kalonde mentioned that he had worked for uh, President Shuba before. And, and I mention this because anyone who worked in MMD, or at least who, who were closer to MMD before, would know that this is how the MMD won the elections, because they said what they are going to do. Um, they were making all the right pronouncements about how we are going to do everything ourselves. Now, surprisingly, some people maybe have just heard from President Lungu today. His pronouncements are not the first. You see, I was in Parliament in 2016 when he opened the this is the eighth they called it. He that was like it was one of the best presentations he made about how Zambia is gonna do everything like it's stopping watching. One a few years ago he was caught on video eating mango and he said Zambia has mango like this and we are importing mango from South Africa. So this business of Zambia depending on itself is not new. He has said these things before. You guys do not hold your breath. Now what I'm trying to say is this I will I'll use Roger. Most of us we like contradicting ourselves. Yes, we need to grow the tax base, but how? We need to move from Lusaka, but how? We can't be saying the state should control everything, right? And still want means of uh, uh, Luapula to be independent. Roger, it's not the first time I tell you this. You contradict yourself. You send two <laughs> messages. It's not going to work. 
then we we come back to it. I don't know how but what the way a short form no, no, of your presentation. Let what I come in, then it will be you. But prepare a short form. Go ahead, Mr. Rachari. Two, two things. I think I like uh, what Angola just said. Well, I don't care if you take Rungu out, put HH, or put me, or put Roger. If we don't change the role, the interests of the Zambians will have the, the very similar result. That's just the bottom line. It's evident from our history. No, now, um, I wanted to make a comment on uh, one thing that we all seem to have on the uh, churches. But nobody says everybody go to churches in masses. The average church in Zambia is less than 50 people. All these pastors, they see a two, whoever they are. All of both of them are less than 100 people to start with. And then the government did not say, or the president did not imply that we meet the way we have always been meeting. Every sector is changing. So they are, when they are meeting, I talked to some pastors back home, when they are meeting, they are doing social distancing within the church, chairs, removing some of the chairs. They are expected their people inside the church to be wearing dust masks. Will be they have sanitizers and soap to wash as they come into the church. So it's not a free for all that we want to paint like it's foolish. It's crazy that when it comes to the church, we don't stop to think of any benefit from the church. We immediately swing to the worst case scenario. And yet, when we are in trouble, we are always run into the church. There is absolutely nothing wrong with the church. People are meeting at Soweto, they are in minibuses, no social distancing, and all these things. So the church's uh, impact will be negligent. However, just so you know, they are not saying go back to church and meet the way it has always been. Life will not be the same as it has been. So let's just uh, keep some of those things in, in, in mind. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the, the uh, last uh, person... I hope brother player has kept his, his, his point. You might say, wait, brother uh, player. Yes, go ahead, Rayama. I'm going to time myself too. I'm going to time myself. Uh, <laughs> okay, I like that. Uh, I like that. For, 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 for us to move forward, and the thing that I'm, I'm listening attentively, and we are so, uh, we're just pointing out this problem here and there and there, who's in the way for us to move forward is the PF administration. PF administration is following the same footsteps as uh, Mugabe. We waited for Mugabe for us to have solution until Mugabe is dead now. And, uh, you know, uh, Zimbabwe, is, we, are, we haven't seen any changes. Uh, for us to move forward, the PF has to move away, you know, because look at what, what they are doing, you know, about the media, about the tax, about the investment, they kept on so many uh, toes. And they're, they're before, before they move away, Mayama, Mayama, before they, they, they move away, Mayama, before yeah. they move away, this is all we have. We, we have them. While we have them, uh, because Mayama can support the government. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't even entertain that. They have to know. And we have to send a signal. It's a lavish Right now. Has to go. Right now. Bayama, you listen to Boeing CEO. You know, you have that thing on the internet. The thought came up in Okulanda to send a signal to the market and to know that Boeing 
We are very good. The question now, and therefore, we push our question. But of now, PF to have a cup of a UPND. What look at in Jama Funde, who become a Funde Akosa? Chimotin, if it calls it Chimotin. No, that's what I said. What you are rooted to Kuriba sugar. Gatatua King Jeva KK and Gatuana Gananumba got a short thing as sugar. That's a green indicate Kaleya Papa Muru, Padibari by PFK, me red, 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 the other day, me, I look at the Rusaka stock exchange. Okay,
in my view. Anyway, uh, so let, 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 let's not play down the, the talking. The talking is very, is, is very, very, very critical. Um, so do we conclude there? Do we conclude? Uh, respect the laws of Zambia, first and foremost, uh, Mr. President, and things will start to improve. Otherwise, you can, you can say adios, adios. The next point, as far as, uh, I don't know, this, uh, um, oh, I've seen uh, Dr. Chongo here. Where is Dr. Chongo? Dr. Chongo, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Chongo. Yeah, good. Good morning. I have a question. Mm -hmm. I have a question here. I don't know if everyone has seen uh, these videos in, uh, in China. Uh, the way the Africans uh, are being uh, treated. Um, I don't know. Who wants to say something about that? Uh, the Ch China is uh, um, trying to to open up. Let me say they, they are trying to open up to the entire entire world. Um, but there is uh, a lot of discrimination. You know, this color God gave us. Uh, I don't know if it is a color which has a problem or it's a people have problems. I don't know. Uh, what, what say you? What, what should be our response um, to the way uh, the Chinese, um, some Chinese nationals are treat, treat Africans? Should we take it seriously or that is just a, a one-off item here and there? Barachong, what do you think? Roger. Roger. Chime in on that one. Okay. Okay, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, you know, what is so fascinating about that, or maybe intriguing at the same time, is that um, uh, I know we've been used to uh, a white folks to do that to us. And uh, we look the other side nowadays if something happens in a, uh, in our diaspora where probably we are treated uh, differently sometimes and mm -hmm. seeing it happening from a Chinese uh, that we are giving our economy to is a, a different story probably that could be the reason why we are up in arms with regard to the, the actions that are taking place in China. Uh, but uh, I'm not lessening the intensity of what is going on because we know that if somebody cannot allow you to be in their hotel, somebody can kick you or lock you out of your apartment, then you're going to be on the street, which is not a good idea. And uh, we know how those governments operate. Uh, here there are laws that probably would protect me, but at the same time, yeah. Uh, those laws will, at the same time, uh, kind of favor somebody else. If I went to court or if I tried to uh, to fight that system, uh, we had the uh, years and years of uh, our black folks uh, going through that um, in the Europe, in Afri in America, and the yeah, I, probably too young. I never heard some of those cries, honestly. We welcomed uh, 
our Mr. Littleford, Mr. Clawford, Mr. whatever names they came with in our ZCCM, in our corporations in Zambia. And uh, I don't know, maybe it's because of the social media that uh, now we are knowing everything that is taking place. But uh, those things are not new, even in these countries where we find ourselves today. Okay, um, make make some form of conclusion. Therefore, <laughs> I, I wanted to leave it in suspense. That way, uh, people can make their own conclusions. Because Dr. Kalonde, yes, sir. Doctor Kalonde is a researcher, so researchers <laughs> don't uh, conclude. So you have to you have to hear with one ear. And you also have yeah, to have a pen on the I, other side. If I, yeah. if I conclude, that means I've shut the whole discussion and I've shut the whole essence of what we are discussing. I cannot conclude. Okay. Yeah, I do take, uh, let me just maybe throw in one thought there. It's not, it's not beautiful uh, when we see the Chinese uh, mistreating Nigerians like that. Um, uh, let's be very specific. It's Africans, but it's a Nigerian. Um, yeah, you see, the Nigerians, um, someone referred to them as black Jews. They are in every country, everywhere. They are the first group. Uh, we're not to say the Zambians are not there. So uh, we, we don't know the specific circumstances and perfect conditions of mistreatment. But any time you go into another country, uh, you know, uh, there are... The, 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 that what happened in China is not unique to China. Just in the recent past, we were talking about xenophobia in South Africa, black people beating up other black people and demanding they leave their country. And here we do have the, we had the Tea Party and the, this movement that uh, even propelled the current administration to, uh, to, to power. It is an anti-immigration. We don't like people who are coming from other places. If actually you go into immigration law, they have restricted certain easy ways to uh, get uh, your green card or ability to be in the United States uh, based on uh, the studies that they've conducted where the majority of the people came from. Uh, you'll find that even in the HB1 program here in the United States, Nigeria, India, and China, and uh, a few other countries are now restricted, or if not even excommunicated from that pool of potential immigrants, because that's where they get uh, most of those people. So the mistreatment might not just be taking people out of the house, uh, the houses. It goes on everywhere. Uh, I'm sure even in Zambia, you remember recently the, when there was a problem with Somalians. There was almost burning of Somali, uh, Somalians' uh, shops in Zambia because there was an issue between Somalians. and the, So I take those as sporadic uh, activities of uh, the negative side of human nature. And uh, they should not form uh, our perspective on uh, how we must perceive China as a whole country. China is the largest country on the face of the earth in terms of population, uh, with billions, uh, with, uh, with, with over, over one billion people. I don't even know uh, where they are heading to because they used to <laughs> shut down they, they used to shut down on their ability to have children by each family producing only one. But now, they are, because due to the aging population, they've liberalized that you know, the, the younger generation can have more children and stuff like that. So 
That country is already crowded. And um, if uh, you go there, uh, you have to also bear in mind that you're going to a crowded country that doesn't have the Western philosophies of evangelism and incorporating a stranger around. It is just the book of Chairman Mao governing, probably that you have never read since you were a child. So it's uncharted territory. China is good when it comes but, to but, us. But right, building right there, stadiums. Right, right there, right there. These are people who can say, shut down this city. In one hour, that city can be shut down, just like that. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And if China's eye is focused on Africa, getting all our resources from there, we don't have any leverage to ask for some respect? Because uh, I, I, I don't agree that it's Nigerians. It's Nigerian mission. They're just looking at the color. They don't care where, where, where the person is coming from. They, they, they are saying you don't come into the shop because of your color, period. And in my yeah, view, but, but, those people are coming to Africa. We should have some say. If you think about the Chinese and America, the Chinese don't listen to Americans. Where is leverage you're going to get against the Chinese? You, <laughs> the Chinese are a dictatorship. <laughs> so I don't know. Let others <laughs> contribute. But anyway, that's a good question. <laughs> Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, very quickly, I don't know if we should talk about No, 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 no. I think it's different. We can't, we, we can't give China a pass like that. Um, there is no way the Chinese can kick around an American and then you say Bamureka. they don't. Yeah. So I, I, think, I think we have to... We have to reach a point where, I mean, we can't take this anymore. You see what I mean? Mm. Uh, most people, most people don't, don't. I mean, it's an emotional subject for me. It's very difficult to make comments, but we can't. I mean, it's, it's. We have to have a way because even, if, even when you look at the U.S., right? If if you look at what happens in the U.S., even with the police or whatever, and the African governments just sit there, it, it doesn't make sense. So it's, it's very – I don't even know what to say, but we cannot be brushing these things, oh, they are like that, or it's like this, there's nothing we can do. No, I, I, mean, I agree they, with that. I there's a lot that. we can do. I mean, yeah. this, I mean sometimes – we can just say, okay, they also leave. You see, the the, the thing about <laughs> fighting for <laughs> freedom. Eh? <laughs> no, you see, there are certain things. No, listen, there is... There is there is a level of understanding things that that people understand about Africans. You see, it's this type of reinforcement that is not true, but the majority have it. You see, um, if if you want to achieve something. You have to have the degree of tolerance 
for pain. You see mm. what I mean? You have mm. to have a degree of tolerance for pain. You have to be willing to, to go. People, people you know, like Mandela used to go, to go on hunger strike. You see? So we can't just say, if, if someone says you owe us money, you tell them, okay, then take, take, come and take your stadium. We can help them take them down brick by brick. You see, we have to start standing up for ourselves. This business of saying, uh, and when it comes to money, money is not really something that should be defining us. Our, uh, our emancipation, our freedom should not come because someone said. You see, it shouldn't come like that. It has to come because we say, you know. And because individuals, some individuals are afraid, they think it's, it's, no, 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 anyway. The point is, we were to write something, I think we need to push our embassies, what they are doing uh, about, uh, and even our foreign service, our, our own government, what are you doing about the mistreatment of uh, Africans? Uh, and not only in China, by the way. Uh, in in, in, in uh, Middle East, it's the same. We, we are treated like animals. It, it, I, I don't think in the culture of Africa, the white people in, uh, in Canada, the white people in, uh, in America, they are being forced. I was just thinking about this, Musaba, uh, how every week there was a black shooting. There was a black shooting. Now I think we've gone, I think a good four months or six months, even a close to a year, without a policeman killing a black, a black person. What has happened? All of a sudden a black person has become good? Probably not. It's just the police now, they know someone is watching them. So even the Chinese, I think, Muisho, even the Chinese, you, you went to work in the Middle East, like a source. You made a stand there. No, you're not going to play with me. You made a stand. Even with the Chinese, we can do. In my view, the Chinese yeah, need Africa. Uh, the Chinese need Africa moonshot more than we need China. Let me throw we need our water. We have the fresh water. The fresh water. Good luck. Do you remember the... Do, do you remember the... American ambassador incident, Roger. You remember the American ambassador incident? Uh, in Zambia? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm taking, you, I'm, I'm taking you there because of the statement the president made, which Musaba has made. Take your stadiums, you know, like this issue of, okay, the Delta, they've done so much for us. So President Lungu said... We are not going to compromise our moral standards because you give us aid. You remember that statement? Exactly. Okay? That needs to apply when it comes to racial issues. I don't need to say more of that. That needs to apply when it comes to racial issues. They are not going to mistreat us just because Mwalikura's so-called national stadium. And you see, 
if you are able to stand up to a Western country like President Lungu did, I've never heard anybody stand up to China like President Lungu did to America or the Western world to say, just you, almost, you are not going to hold us at ransom on homosexuality just because you give us aid. Why didn't they do the same thing about this issue you are talking about? There is a slight difference there, Rankama. The slight uh, difference is that the people we are seeing in the videos being mistreated in, in, in China are Nigerians. So you have to identify, first of all, the individuals. Then your particular government can take a stand. Uh, the stand that you are talking about is a constructive uh, well, one. Sure. That's you cannot the woman who wanted to go, to go in yeah, a shop but, in but, China. If that was yeah. a real video. That was a woman uh, who wanted to go. They didn't ask for yeah. a passport to identify which yeah. nationality she was. The only problem uh -huh. she had was her color. That was the, the yeah. real problem. That's it. Yes, I understand that. But the point I'm trying to make here is this. If we want to make a stand on an issue like that, first we have to have the active, actual facts. Who is that person who received that treatment? What is their status in that country? And which government has jurisdiction over those types of individuals? But we cannot just take on a general crusade that, uh, you know, because a black-skinned person was treated poorly in, in China, therefore, even as our governments, you should say, oh, take your stadiums, take your... That, that, that is not the way you make, you uh, make uh, uh, decisions sure around human the, problems. The people are, are advocating here. What we are saying is our government, mm -hmm. number one, should speak up as Africans, as black people. A black government should come together through the organization of OAU, who are these uh, people uh, you are pushing uh, uh, around uh, cannot go into uh, your uh, shops? Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Roger, Sorry. So there's something that uh, you have missed on, on this point. Uh, definitely those shops were not asking, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? I don't think that's how they were uh, 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 disallowing uh, black folks not to go into the shop. That's not how things are run. Uh, asking, uh, you know, uh, I would say this uh, openly here, uh, our color is so distinct. So when they were looking at the people not to allow in the store, it was not because they were saying, you are Nigerian, we don't want you here. That is impossible to do. And then you say, no, I'm from Zambia. Oh, come in, come in, come in, come in. Now, the fact is this. Even if they were doing that to the Nigerian guy, the Nigerian guy is my brother, is your brother, is your sister, she's everything. And they, to be honest with you, um, I live in a town where the university of more than 17,000 students, I'm the only black faculty member. The only people that I have around me are Nigerian and Ghanaian uh, African students, graduate students mostly, who are like my mentees. I understand them from a different perspective. And even those that are in there, 
they were not asking them what is your immigration status for you to enter the store. Pakistan, so where does that happen like that? No, I didn't actually, I didn't mean actually that they were segregated based on the nation they come from. What I so said they were segregated based on the color. On the color, yes, but he, uh, what I was and Zambians to are is, color. Yes. Zambians are what uh, color? Most of, most of us were their color. Yeah. So, but what I was trying to refer to is how we measure, the, the measured response to an event like that. We, we have to uh, document the jurisdiction before we can assert ourselves in an issue like that. That's all I was trying to say. I'm not trying to approve such conduct. No, I am approved no, by such conduct. we're supposed to measure first the First, we're supposed to measure the people who are being taken out, not allowed. Then afterwards, then that's when we can go into those demographics. We cannot start with demographics, then we go to the, to the color. First, we go to the demographic, I mean to the, to the people. We say this is one group, then we go to, the, to break down the demographics. How many women, right. how many men, how many tall, how many short? Roger. Mm, okay. See, that's why that's why I tell you people, Doctor K is my hero, and I agree with him one hundred percent. I don't, I don't think. Go, you are just go. jealous. You, you are just jealous of a hero, uh, Roger. Yes. No, you see, you mm-hmm. see, you see. Yeah, we can't, we can't get into uh, demographic details like uh, Dr. Kalonde is saying, right? Uh, because if say this is being done to Nigerians, how soon or how long will it be that it will be done to a Zambian? So the issue here is the Chinese are mm-hmm. looking at the color of the skin of somebody. Mm-hmm. We must condemn in the strongest, yes. strongest terms, right? Now, when it comes to issues of evacuation, that's when we can get into those demographics and say, oh, Nigeria has uh, uh, 200,000 Nigerians, uh, you know, they're in dire need. Uh, Nigeria will evacuate its people, Zambia will evacuate its people, and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. China is spreading its, uh, its uh, wealth to African countries en masse and mass you see that do we see these people being treated the way they are treating uh, uh, people of african descent mm. we are not seeing that right uh this is where to me even the african union must come in and step it up and exactly. say this must exactly. stop collectively uh, this must stop or these are the sanctions uh, I don't know if uh, that was uh, Musaba that said, come and get your stadiums. Yes, bullshit. Tuika le kumunga weko afwa, umulandua kwa wati wa China lava, tukongwe shendarama. Tusalulwe. Awe, ifunde li akana. No, serious. Tuika le kumunga weko afwa, pantu wa China, bale tukongwe shendarama, deni avantu vesu, bale chula. In this day and age, you should discriminate uh, against me on the basis of, uh, of race. That, no, that's this is a good thing. I'll rub it, but 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 I'll rub it,
Can you arrange Titus to bring your cousin? So we 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 hear. I I think it doesn't, to some it, of these, it, uh, it doesn't even matter. The way I, I back to my point, uh, Roger. Mm. The only reason is that it doesn't matter whether I bring her and she talks. I already know without asking her. There's nothing she can say that would be contrary to her job and what Lungu would want. So. I'm just wasting time. She can say okay. politically. Okay. We'll have to find a way. We'll have to find a way. This African thing of this person who is being um, who is being mistreated he might not be my brother, so I'll look somewhere else. I, I think we can be more patriotic than than that. So the first two points uh, before we end our discussion, we have 15 minutes before we end our discussion. First two points. The first one was we, we need the, uh, a strong uh, laws uh, for anything um, uh, tangible to happen in, in Zambia. And uh, this one goes direct to, to Prime TV. What is happening to Prime TV, uh, Zambian government, uh, is a bad example. Uh, so don't expect any progress if you don't sort out that problem and uh, other related pro uh, problems. Uh, so, uh, uh, story, you know, bring back Prime TV. Leave, leave the media alone. Leave all these small, petty, uh, what is the name of the lawyer again? Uh, Sangu, Sanga, Sanga, something like that. B bring him back. Leave him alone. Things like that, Valungu, who just bury our country. Second point, Chinese should be condemned in the strongest terms. We should condemn those actions. No matter what they are giving us. Now, we have to do this. 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 Um, maybe Brother Trump was um, uh, misunderstood. What do people <laughs> on here have to say? Was Brother Trump misunderstood? He says, we, if he was not mean, misunderstood, what is really the matter? What is the problem with the American pre president? Uh, Use disinfectant to clean the, the, the lungs. Uh, was Roger. he misunderstood? Uh, let's try to be fair. Roger, uh, can I go first? Yes. Okay. And, 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 and equivocally, no, he was not misunderstood. I watched these uh, task force uh, 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 briefings every day. The man was promoting the use of disinfectants, both uh, ingestible and uh, injectable. You see that? Uh, look. Okay, now no, slow uh, down. I want you to slow down. I don't want mm -hmm. you to speak very fast, so I can ask you a oh. question. Okay. Do you really think you are going to be able to do this? I want us to be very fair to him. Uh, okay. That's a yeah. good question. Do you think you are going to Yeah, go ahead. Have you ever heard? the president on a podium articulate any policy issue coherent coherent policy issue no 
So, your question, can a normal human being speak like that? No, that one is not normal. He's inept. He doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Uh, he heard uh, from somewhere that uh, hydroxychloroquine was the cure for, for coronavirus. What did he start doing? Started promoting it, promoting it, promoting it. No. Okay, that's a good example. The guy, I like that. The guy, yeah, the guy is just simply inept, period. You look at his rallies. What does he talk about? The fake news media. Oh, sloppy Joe. Oh, this is just calling people names. We are winning. We are winning big. Give us a policy issue. Give us a policy direction for you to follow. It's been now, almost now, you see, you guys sometimes, you, you mix too many things when you're having discussions. That's the issue. First of all, this is the person you say you don't listen to, but everything he says, you know he said it. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> now, yeah. hydrochloroquine, it was started in China. You see, this is what happens when people just listen to CNN. You see, the Chinese started mentioning chloroquine. French doctors talked about chloroquine. They even said they have used it and people have been treated. There are people in the U.S. who are saying they have used it and they have, you see, but I don't want to go there. So when someone makes a statement like this, it goes, he's defending him. No, it's not defending him. It's just following the, the thing the way it's said. Now, when you talk about ingesting, he didn't say people should ingest. He was asking doctors, can it be done? It's a fair question. He's not a doctor. You see, it's a fair question to ask medical people. Can, because we're talking about um, uh, uh, violet, whatever, light yeah. to go into the lungs. So as a lay person, he asks a question. They say there are no stupid questions. But because in the U.S. they want to make everything look like uh, the guy is just whatever, I don't know. <laughs> Before the question, you, you cannot say as a U.S. president bring such a question at a, a, a national briefing. Exactly. No. You exactly. ask those questions in private. When you come to talk to us, you're giving us uh, good data. Yes, we're not saying he's a, he's, a, he's a doctor, he's an engineer or whatever. No. What we're saying is Trump has a base, right? Once that base listens to what the president is saying, suggesting or questions... Why asking, are you worried about Trump's base? Why are you worried about this? This is why people, you have to be... They are human beings. No, you no, can't listen. worry about Trump's no. base. Worry about no, yourself. Listen, listen. If you can't they take it, don't... Beings. Because you guys, you see, the problem yeah. with you guys... No, you think, no because this... <laughs> they are human beings. The point is that they are human beings, Musaba, who are affected by the coronavirus as well. So all we are saying is you can't come and whip one waffle on a public podium addressing the nation and asking questions for podium parapenati can it wait? No, 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 no. That's not what we're there to listen to. You sit with those experts, ask them those questions. Have uh, somebody in the White House say, write down those points uh, for you. If it's proven that, oh, this, 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 give us numbers. 
China tested it on uh, 1,000 people, uh, you know, they, they recovered. This country did this, this, that. No, Musaba, you don't come and whiffle waffle in a public podium now. Thank you, Musaba. Can I comment something on that? Yeah, uh, before you come yeah. in, Musaba, the danger is there are some crazy people in America who literally hear from that man and try that. That's a, that's a danger. Go ahead, Bakaronde. Uh, you, you know, uh, leadership also comes with responsibility. And the, uh, in that case, uh, we know definitely that the uh, disinfectants, crawlers, uh, lysol, all those things, we know that they are dangerous in terms of ingestion. If you ingest that, you are in trouble. But asking a question of that sort, people are desperate trying to find something that will reach that uh, virus from their bodies. And at a certain point, we have to be very, very careful what we say. It's like when you are talking to children, you have to be very picky of the words you use because children will use those words and think that is what is supposed to Even questions, even a question you ask somebody can damage that person forever. So the president in this case was wrong. And for him to come back the following day and say that I was being sarcastic, no, that's my brother. I know you might be one of those people who support capitalism like him, and I think that one you can just say, it, it was wrong. You put it very nicely. Uh, the, the information yaku wamfia sopo kuchita inject muntu wenekene mwili na nguku wamfia kuwamfia amalang that should be be so basic so I never said to talk about that that's what I was thinking we are just misunderstanding this man because this information is so basic I don't think it is this basic as any sorry, I have to jump in because everyone is on the other side. So, you no, see, no, 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 the, the point no, I'm no, trying no, no, to no. make here, the point I'm trying to make here is that, and the reason I, I, I comment and people misunderstand usually what I'm saying about Trump is that, <laughs> is that one people think people who who seem to agree with Trump are not smart, and Trump is not smart. All those statements are not true. You see? They are not. Now, when you look at the, that question, there is no individual at home who has the capacity to inject anything, even good medicine, into their lungs. No one. You see? So... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Okay, this election eh, yeah, nganam kwata capacity ya kuvota na mwisho pa kuvota but monopa mulawaza don't kuveva. Then two kuno kwa America kwa libo bulwele at Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's ilingi sango muri bashikulunga bale abalekota. Kwena fwebo kuwa itetu wali mwishiwe Donald Trump. Nde hivyo tumona pa TV. Fila e mupamba. Tuzwa tolo mupamba na TV tu wali kwa kutambanga haita. Then two. Uh, or, or three. Ito na chafo kumaila po. The definition of capitalism. Ngani Donald Trump. Nishayama textbook yonza tupose. The, the, Roger, the point. The way I looked at this is this way. In the Oval Office. It, and a, 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 a reporter asks him about this question we're deliberating here, okay? The way I looked at it, the way I looked at Trump is this way. I thought to myself, all of us do this, whether we admit it or not. In a literal sense, if this thing is able to kill the virus, how would it work inside? Can it work inside? I, I hope you're getting what I'm trying to say. I'm just trying to, pro you see, the, the issue is, is trying to process the Ichintuna Shamano as a leader of 300 plus million people. You are trying to process how to get around this thing. You see, to that we, we think in a different way. That's the way I looked at it. He was trying to say, look, guys. In a few seconds, how can we find a way to make it no, work inwardly? No, no, Manasa, that's what Kelvin is saying. Right. I have a question. Good, good point, Kelvin. Good point, Kelvin. Good if point, the, if the U.S. Go. is an imminent, uh, in an imminent uh, war situation, Vankama, is it for the uh -huh. president to come on a public podium and be asking the generals and say, you think we should attack? How many missiles should we throw into China? No. That is, uh, that is information that needs to be obtained. That's a bad uh, example. No, no, no. Agreed. 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 Here is the thing. Here is the thing. The, the, Roger, do you know what? You know what big mistake we are all making. We want Trump to think like us or to think at our level. His name is Donald J. Trump. Your name is Kelvin Chishimbachanda. Different. Guys, come on. It, it doesn't matter how not. Uh, it doesn't matter how you feel about Edgarungo. How you feel about Museveni, how you feel about Mugabe, they are different Vayama. personalities from... Okay, uh -huh. Vayama, Kelvin Chandashima uh -huh. does not have expert, expert advisors. President Trump has expert advisors. <laughs> what I'm saying is, before you bring speculation to a public, public uh, forum, you have these uh -huh. people around you. Talk to these people and ask those stupid silly questions. Yes, there's no stupid silly question, but ask them those stupid silly questions in the in the confines of the Oval Office, for instance. Let them explain to you that sir, this is not possible. Do you know what Lyso Lyso manufacturer did as soon as he said that they released a statement yes, that they do not do this at home? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Soka bwana kipona nini eh Matongi ele takipi sopeka Masuto za laki kota mbola eh Soza laki ni 
Okay. 